This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Even just the reading of your scripture brings light. If you can pay attention to what was spoken over us by these precious souls, Lord. We are already ministered. We are already full. Lord, we ask of you that you'll continue to feed us, Lord. Nourish us, Lord. You know the depths of our beings, the need, uh, the need for wisdom, the need for counsel, Lord. We pray that you'll minister. Let your word come to us, Lord, in power. It convinces, Lord, changes, change the way we are. Thank you, Papa, watching, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we've been looking into what the Bible calls as the incredible gift. Say incredible gift. What is the incredible gift? Giving. Giving. Say giving. Giving. This word should bring a smile on your face. Giving. Giving. Hallelujah. So if I'm asked to describe what the Christian life looks like or what the Christian life is all about in two words. If anybody were to come and ask me, can you describe the Christian life in two words? I will pick these two words. One is Love, two is give. Two words, love, give. God so loved the world that he gave. Christian life is about loving and giving. Amen? Loving and giving. In fact, I would say the two of the most difficult virtues for a human being to follow is loving and giving. So the most difficult virtues for human beings to follow, loving and giving. Praise God that we have a Savior who made it easy for us to love and give. Man, a Christian cannot struggle in these two areas. Knowing Jesus makes it easy to love. Loving, giving. That's the essence of Christian walk. Loving, giving. Jesus made it easy for you to love. How did he do that? He showed by example. He demonstrated. Not only he showed, he, he not only taught, but he demonstrated. He demonstrated love, what love is. And what giving is. When he loved you, even when you are sinners, yet sinners, he loved you. Amen. And then he gave himself up for you. Love and give. You cannot struggle. I hope nobody is struggling in these two areas. Amen. If you are still struggling, you need to be born again. You need to get saved. If you are still struggling to love and to give, you need to get saved. Last week, we looked at how King David declined uh, Arona, the Jebusite's offer to provide unto him a threshing floor, oxen, and wood for burnt sacrifice. He declined the offer. David was instructed by Gad, the prophet, to offer a sacrifice, a burnt offering unto God. And when he came to the, to the, to the place of uh, Arona, the Jebusite, David said, I would like to buy your field, the threshing floor, and I would like to offer unto God a burnt offering. Arona said, take whatever you want. You're my king. Now, whatever is mine is yours. 
you want the oxen take take the oxen take the yoke for for wood take the uh, the sledges the threshing sledges for wood take the floor whatever you need to take it what did david said no i will not offer burnt offering unto the lord which does not cost me anything amen this that's a principle that we must follow in in worship we cannot make our worship unto god cheap you cannot offer cheap worship unto god your worship must be a costly perfume your worship must be a, a costly perfume you need to break that expensive box of alabaster box of perfume when you come before the lord it has to result in some breaking say breaking, breaking. what we sacrifice unto god in worship must be precious unto us must be precious unto us you must give the the best time of your day to spend time with him you must give the best time of your day with the time when you are the most alert the time when you are most available to worship him amen not don't give leftovers to god because god gave his very best in jesus amen and this applies to our giving unto others as well we must not follow cheap standards of giving we must feel it when we give we must bleed when we give we must bleed when we give because when jesus gave he was he bled he bled he was bleeding when he gave you life now this this can sound very mushy this can sound very uh, can cause you to raise your eyebrows but i want to tell you there is nothing mushy about this this is how it must be to you why because that's how jesus gave he gave his life for you he emptied himself when he gave eternal life unto you it's a standard now we are called to follow the standard of jesus amen i'm not talking about physical breeding but that we must feel it within us when we give in simpler words our giving must be a, a sacrifice a sacrifice not a convenience your giving must be sacrifice not a convenience it must be a sacrificial giving not not a convenient giving whether you're giving unto god or giving unto others your giving must not be a convenient giving it must be a sacrificial giving jesus made it easy for you to give and we are learning how amen in even simpler words as christians we must keep very high standards of giving the highest standard of giving must be followed in the church by followed by the believers man high standards of giving now even those in the world must must see the difference must know the difference in our kind of giving and in the the world's kind of giving uh, every big philanthropist is celebrated in the world today so much let them let them be celebrated no we don't have any problem with that but the world must recognize that our standard of giving is on another level it's a higher level of giving man for that you don't have to blow your trumpet to give that's not what it means the world should know you're giving does not mean that you should blow your trumpet and give your giving must be say subtle ah, i love that word say subtle say discreet no strings attached 
your right hand should not know what your left hand or your left hand should not know what your right hand has given and vice versa your your giving must be so subtle your giving must be so discreet it must be a class act well planned well executed well concealed camouflaged so it must be a a work a project of great intelligence your giving must be a project of great intelligence it must be full of godly wisdom right from the packaging onwards the person should feel the love of god right from the way it is packaged the right from the way it is labeled and stuck and glued and delivered the person must feel the love of god hallelujah praise god let the transaction be full but your act be subtle silent discreet in the way we tip in a for example i'm going to give you an example how the world must recognize that we we give differently now when if you were to go to a restaurant uh, which you frequent let's say you're frequenting a restaurant the the waiter in the restaurant was must open up that bill book what do you call that thing that folder in which they give you the bill and you pay the bill and they then you leave the tip and probably give it into your, into his hands when he or she opens that folder the person must say this person is a christian or oh, this is that that type the church going type this must happen to you the next time you go there they must ask you about your faith they must ask you about your relationship with god they they must ask you questions about what you believe in your giving should leave a mark of christ your giving should leave a mark of christ a mark of love it must be plentiful it must be lavish it must be wholehearted it must be cheerful that's a christian the way you give extra to your maid must make her come to the conclusion yes i serve a believer i hope your maids are absolutely certain that you are a believer by the way you give the way you treat them the way you bless them the way you allow them to take some extra now i hope these are foundational practices for all of you i hope none of you struggle with these things now a key verse which we all have learned in connection to giving is found in luke chapter 6 and verse 38 give and be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use it'll be measured back to you okay and i would like to illustrate this to you i'm going to illustrate this to you for the next few minutes i want you to visualize that i'm this rich landlord with a lot of portions of land fields ah paddy fields and this estate and that land and this and think about it lot of agricultural land and i have a manager okay where is my manager i need a manager manager okay that's my manager okay my manager has come i wanted to welcome my manager yes this is my manager danny my manager okay is my efficient manager he takes care of all my all my land 
he manages all my workers and he is very efficient in that i'm so blessed to have him as my manager okay so this is my manager so i'm i'm going to i also have a lot of workers in my farm many workers in different parts of the land different parts of uh, the world i have farm farms and i have workers doing farming for me in these different parts okay i'm going to call one of my workers a faithful hard working farmer worker please come this is my hard working farmer yes okay manager can please help my worker unload yes all right okay just this is my manager and that's my my worker so i have these people faithful workers who do a lot of hard work i want you to understand that see he's he's not stopping and you must understand that i'm a good master say good master i'm a good master and i i like to honor my workers with a with a portion of the the produce that uh, they cultivate for me and i want to honor them okay it's by way of inheritance not just by way of wages but i want to give by way of inheritance i want to share in my wealth i want to bless my worker so I'm, let's look at the verse okay say so give and be given to you okay and it says good measure so show them the measure okay this is a, a measure some of you would have seen this people who have been to farming cultivation would have seen this what is this it's called a para say para para is a is a standard measure that was followed in in kerala it's still now followed actually this is one this one content is called the para okay so this is a it's a good measure good measure now the word good measure means honest measure that's what it means okay when the bible says good measure it means honest measure truthful measure say truthful measure without any deceit so this is standard measure all right so now i'm going to i'm going to give to my worker so I, i'm going to ask um both of them to do it for me okay let's see let's see how much i have produced this year okay yeah okay that's a that's a lot of grain yeah you can put that also wow because this is my produce okay and the bible talks about the good measure so we i showed you the good measure now i want to show you how i'm going to give by way of inheritance to my worker just show them the manager is going to give
Then what does what the Bible say? It says a good measure. Then it says press down. Okay. Manager is pressing it down. Look at how he's pressing it down. You saw that? Can you all see it? Yes. Okay, now what is he supposed to do? The next word is shaken together. Okay, shake it together. Look, look how. Look, it's giving more space. Okay, that is shaken together. And then what does the word say? The word says running over. So we're going to see that. You can put it. Put the whole thing. See, it started running over. Can you see it? It started running over. All right. That's running over. And it shall be poured into your lap. My worker is going to... Yeah, he has to level it. That's right. You can level it. Level it and do it one more time. Okay, this leveling is... It's a standard. Okay, it, it gives a standard measure. That's a standard measure. Okay, this is one... Standard measure. Okay, now let's see that running over one more time. Okay, now it's running over. You saw that? Yes? And now it's going to be poured into the lap of my worker. Good measure, press down. That's press down. Shaken together. Can you see shaken together? Yes. Giving more space. Yes. Now he's going to put some more and level it. Yeah, do the leveling now. That's a level, that's a level measure. Okay. Now we're going to see the running over one more time. Can you see it running over? It's running over. It's running over. All right. Okay, now give it to my worker manager. So he's gathering it. That's his inheritance. Say inheritance. Okay. His share, his inheritance in my produce. And he's going to take it home. Yes. He's going to take it home. 
Okay, you may, you may go to your home. Yes. Give them a hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Say good measure. Say press down. Say shaken together. Say running over. Say one more time. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Poured into your lap. Amen. It shall be poured into your lap. Hallelujah. You all got that right. Say good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Poured into your lap. Let's make this illustration very personal. Say personal. Now see, this has to be applied to a, on a personal level. Okay? So, my character, the rich landlord, who do you think that is? God. Okay, fine. So this is God, Jesus. Fine. My worker? Say us or me. Me Say me. Okay. God and? So when we give... What happens? When we give, God will give it to us like this. Isn't that what the illustration is all about? When we give unto others, God will give unto us like this. Is that how you all understood it? One more time. Is that how you all understood it? Okay. Your understanding is correct. But it is not fully correct. Your understanding is correct, partially correct. And this is a big problem. This partial understanding of what we read and what we saw is a big problem when it comes to us going in the depths of God's word. Let's look at that one more time. I'll, I'll explain that to you. Say give. give. This is how most of you respond when this word is being taught in your mind you may not show it outwardly but this is how you respond so when the preacher man says give you will say okay say okay and it will be given to you so you will say wow that is interesting okay so let's do it together give and it will be given to you that is interesting good measure so you will say now you're talking. Okay? Press down. You will say, yes, praise God. You should do this with me. Shaken together. And you'll say, glory. Running over. And you'll say, oh yeah, hallelujah. That's right. See, you're already feeling it. You're already getting it. Will be put into your bosom or put into your lap. Amen. Let's do it together. Give. Okay. And it will be given to you. Wow, that is interesting. Good measure. Now you're talking. Press down. Praise God. Shaken together. Love. Running over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will be put into your bosom. Amen. Amen. And Jesus knew exactly this is how you would respond to it. He knew it. He knew that for the first give you will say, okay. And for the rest of it you will say, wow, praise God, hallelujah, glory, amen. He knew that. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm trying to drive a very important point to you. Very important. 
the scripture starts by saying give so what is the scripture about giving the scripture does not start by saying receive it starts by saying give so what is the scripture talking about but you all when i asked you the illustration your interpretation of the illustration you said i am god and my worker is me where do you place yourself as a recipient say recipient are you getting it are you go, are we going somewhere so when i asked you to explain okay now tell me what did you understand you said pastor the rich landlord that is god god is so gracious to give so when we give god this gracious landlord will bless us and uh, what about tiju that is me a poor worker a recipient that's me i'm going to receive from god the problem is there this illustration this scripture is nothing to do with you receiving you must place yourself in this role you have to understand you are the giver you are the giver that's why i said jesus started like this give it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together running over will be put into your bosom okay it's talking about put into your bosom then he knew that okay you all got it confused so he said for with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you hallelujah so he just condensed his teaching into one line he said this is how it's going to happen to you but how are you supposed to do it yourself so when you give can my manager be back praise god just i want you to do it one more time okay this is not how we're going to receive this is how we're going to hello if it was about receiving i heard a lot of hallelujah amen glory come on keep it coming but when i told you no it's about your giving now you are like okay so this is how you have to give how you have to give good measure say good measure okay just hold 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 it's a good measure say honest measure say truthful measure your measure of giving must be truthful when you are giving say giving when you are giving apply a truthful measure apply a truthful measure do not short change when you give you know what short changing you know what short changing right what is short changing you you are using a a false measure the bottom is raised don't make the bottom raised when you're giving a good measure this para that we used must be a standard must be a standard approved by not by bharat standard industrial standard no not by bis or anything of that sort or isi or weights and measures india no this must be a standard approved by god himself your standard of giving must be a good measure an honest measure what happened to ananias and safira it was not an honest measure they gave but they were not giving according to an honest measure they gave the proceeds of their sale they brought before the lord but they were not giving an honest measure a good measure so when you give give in a 
good measure approved by god verified by god hallmarked by god are you with me oh please come with me it'll be a blessing to you i'm telling you it'll bless not just you but your children and your children's children and their children a good measure not a short changed measure not a dishonest scale your giving must be honest before god who can know what you have purposed in your heart not your pastor but your that's right but the holy spirit what you have purposed in your heart god can see what you have made who can see not income tax department not your child accountant but hello how much we are afraid of the income tax department how terrified we are the, the, the mere mention of income tax department will give shivers every penny that you make whether you count it or not who is counting it's a good measure it's a honest measure it's a faithful measure it's a transparent measure now you, you show the 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 press down so when you give okay stop when you give don't give like this okay don't give like this the measure is not complete the measure is not complete keep keep it coming keep it coming okay now press it down show them press it down press it down yes every air pocket in that measure must be dealt with every air pocket in your giving measure must be filled ah the corpel adu sarvilla athrakam mari no no there are only two things god has asked of you love and give love and give he showed it by example he loved and he gave so now so press press it down this was pressed crushed was he pressed and crushed hello when god gave jesus did he press him did he crush him all right put some more now you level it hallelujah that's right before that shake it shake it now that's right shake it okay now we level it shaken together your your giving must be it must be shaken together you must give as much as you can give hello you must give as much as you can give if you're giving it in a cover see how far the cover can fill hello oh somebody please receive this you have to give as much as you can give god wants you to take this it is not your pastor's heart it's your god's heart that you receive this amen so when you give you have to press it down and then you have to shake it together you have to level it up good measure then show the running over now when you give give it like this give it like this running over running over let it run over run over. keep it running keep it running it should it should run over like this hello and then you must pour into the lap of that person give into the lap of the bosom of that person give it with love don't make the recipient's life difficult when you give don't 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 put strings don't keep unnecessary conditions 
give. Overflowing. Extra is okay. Now, I, I, I really, really, really wish Christians' eyes will be open to see that we live a life of extra. Amen. Your giving is all about giving extra. Extra. Amen? You must give extra. Give and it will be given to you. For the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So the next time you give, focus on applying this verse to your giving. Give a good measure. Press down, shaken together, running over, pour it into the person's bosom. Into the person's bosom. I hope there is nobody in this church who gave when the demonetization happened. Let them take the trouble. Don't give like that. I'm telling you, this is some of the philosophies that people follow. Torn notes go to the church. Why? Because... Banks don't uh, argue with uh, churches. So let's give the, the torn ones, the bombed ones. Let's give, put it in the offertory bag so that that. No. No. Say no. No, that's not how we give. Our giving reflects how God gave. Every time you give somebody, it must reflect. It must be a depiction. It must be an illustration of how Jesus was given by God the Father. The pressing down, the shaking together, the running over. Who was that? That is Jesus. Or the pouring into the lap. Who was that? That was Jesus. Now you must see Jesus in that scripture. You must see Jesus in that scripture. A good measure, true, honest, faithful, sincere, full of love. Good measure. That is the measure of Jesus. That's when we are yet sinners, no, he did not say, okay, Paramati Vichar, let's use the other one. No. When God gave, God gave his measure. He gives a spirit without measure. See, who is that? When he gave his son, he gave without measure. When he gave his spirit, he gave without measure. His love comes to us without measure. His faithfulness reaches the sky. Can you measure it? No. His love is unending. I'll tell you something, okay? The first thing that you must deal with when it comes to the area of giving is fear. Say fear. fear. When you give, you must give without fear. Two examples. The boy who gave five loaves and two fish. I believe he didn't have any fear. He came to listen to Jesus. He listened and he was like, wow. Maybe he's one of those boys who sat on his, on his lap also. Permit them to come. Do not forbid them from coming to me. Allow them to come. So I believe maybe one of those boys would be the one who gave the, the tiffin also. I believe he gave without, without fear. No, he didn't think, oh, what will I eat? Children don't behave like that. We behave like that. Do you know that adults behave like that? I'm telling you. Grown-up adults behave like that. Now you should see how my little one, she, she comes to me. Huh? She will be eating something that is special to her. She'll look at me. Without asking, she'll come and give a morsel into my mouth. Without asking. It's a practice that she follows. They are like that. 
they are not troubled about whether it will run out even if it runs out i'll ask my dad to give more but when we when we start growing up a little bit that's when the fear of running out hits us oh after this portion then what will i do listen when you give you must give without fear give without fear give without fear you must ask for that lord i want to give without fear i want to give without fear is a special grace the mother gave him five loaves and two fish the boy probably ate more than five loaves and two fish that day i would say i will take off the probably also he ate more than five loaves and two fish that day he had an extra that day why because he practiced this he didn't tell okay i'll keep aside a few maybe one fish eduthu one and eight get he didn't do that the ones who took more the one who took enough they all had the right the same amount because the one who holds the scale is up above amen, amen? hallelujah now we'll try to do all these tricks all these tricks does not work with god when uh, elijah was sent to uh, the widow at sarafat god told elijah i'm going to send you to a widow in the land of sarafat i have commanded her to provide for you what did he say i have commanded this widow to provide to give you to take care of you so when elijah went with the confidence of god's command to the widow so and there he is seeing a widow poor say poor with nothing say nothing so now when elijah saw her she is going to pick pick some sticks that she can cook some little bread with some little flour say flour and little oil that's all that she has she's got to feed herself and her son two stomachs to feed so when elijah came to her elijah said give me some water okay water is free water is free she said okay i'll give you water as she turned to get him some water elijah said make me a bread or piece of bread also she she said i'm sorry i don't have that kind of flour or oil with me i only have a little left say little left so she responded to him with fear say fear fear of what fear of running out fear of fear of exhausting the resource that she has so she responded with that so common sense told her this is time of famine okay you only have this much with you maybe have a last meal and then wait for the mercy of god if you have to die die so when the man of god asked her for a piece of bread she said sorry i don't have that much flour with me i don't have that kind of oil with me i only have little flour little oil with which i'm going to feed myself and my son and we going to die say fear. fear the first thing that you must deal with is fear yeah. if you want to give deal with your fear how can you deal with fear listen to god yeah. when you're giving when you practice giving you have to listen to god yeah. your giving must be based on what god has commanded you so elijah knew that see elijah knows one thing he knows that god will not lie 
So Elijah knew that God had commanded her, but probably she has forgotten that. Maybe she's not convinced. He said, no, you first make it for me. You can do what you want to do, but first say first. Say first. Say first. Giving is a priority. Say priority. Giving must come first. So he said, first you make for me and then can make for yourself and your kid. Breaking fear. Say breaking fear. The man of God was assuring her, you don't have to fear. First you make for me and then for yourself. And then he said, your jar of flour will not be empty. Your jar of oil will not run dry. Till the famine ends, you will have in plenty. Why? Because giving is supernatural. So you have to start dealing with the fear of giving. Do good to others when you have the power to do it. So when you have the power to do it, do not fear. When you have the power to do something for somebody else, do it. Do not fear. You got to overcome the fear of giving. Don't rely on your own understanding. I remember the first thing that the Lord uh, set me free from with regards to giving is I stopped calculating. I don't remember the last time I calculated for something. I can't remember. And I don't calculate. If there is any uh, tinge of calculation happening in my circle, I'll, I'll avoid that. I don't like it because God will not allow me to calculate. The only question is, do I have the power to do it now? I will check. If I can, I'll do it. Is it by faith? Did you hear from God? Have you responded to the word of God? In your giving, you must respond to God's word. Now, many of you are not able to see breakthrough in this area is because you're not doing it by faith. And you're not... Applying the, the pressing down and the shaking together and the running over and the pouring into the bosom. You're not practicing all that. Start practicing it. Next time you give, do that. In fact, don't wait for another year. Do it today. Do it today. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord, how can I do it? And then do this. Press it down. Shake it together. Let it run over. And let it be poured into the lap. Amen. Amen. How many of you are afraid to spend money? If you go to a shop. How many of you are afraid to go to a shop? I know people who are afraid to shop. I know people who are afraid to shop. I'm not excited. I know people who are afraid to shop. I know people who are afraid to go to a restaurant. I know people who are afraid to take their wife with them, that person. When they go for shopping. I know people are afraid of taking, going on a holiday. You know why? Very expensive. Afraid. Say afraid. Say fear. So you must not be afraid of giving. You must not be afraid of spending. Hello. 
you must not be afraid of spending don't be afraid to spend no it sounds very unpopular and it sounds very evil and all but this is from god whether you like it or not don't be afraid to spend period but do it by faith amen ask god's wisdom when you spend ask god's wisdom but don't be like this go to a shop and you're like you know don't be like that first of all come to terms with this you are not going to exhaust the inexhaustible source of goodness you're not going to do that you cannot you cannot outgive god you cannot outgive the master you cannot stretch it beyond his provision you can never stretch it beyond his provision the more you practice it the more you will be tuned to the holy spirit to give more and then the second part of the scripture applies to you give and it will be given to you the problem is we start with the second part okay it will be given to me i'm waiting for the given to me part you missed out on the giving part luke 6 and verse 30 and 31 give to everyone who asks of you and who takes away what is yours do not demand it back okay that is big that is huge then it says treat people the same way you want them to treat you treat people the same way you want them to treat you do unto others as you would have them do unto you do you know that many philosophies in the world teach this but in a in a flipped the flipped version of this don't do unto others what you don't want them to do unto you you understand the negative side of it if you don't want them to hurt you don't hurt them got it if you, if you don't want anybody to hurt you don't hurt them but jesus had the audacity to teach us like this do unto others as you would want them do unto you treat others the way you want them to treat you So how does it apply? How do you go about it? If you want to receive a good measure, give a good measure. So it is. It's for today. Say today. So this scripture is for today. Amen. Today, treat others the way you want them treat you. Today, it's so applicable for today. Today, how you want them to treat you? you treat them likewise today man is not talking about today you treat them like this so that later time they will treat you in another way no how you want them to treat you today likewise you treat them now are you getting what i'm saying the problem is when we read scriptures like this we are thinking okay if we so the bible jesus is basically asking us to do good to others so that they'll be touched by it and some years later maybe some months later they will return favor no no I hope all of you know that that is not what he is teaching he is not saying that if you treat them good they'll treat you back good no he is saying how do you want them to treat you now how do you want them to treat you now do the same to them now and don't wait for their response or their reciprocation do to them how you want them to treat you today the word is for today when you have the power to do it now don't tell your neighbor to come tomorrow that's what the scripture said 
in the morning we read that don't tell your neighbor come another day we'll give you help i'll give you help some other day no if you have the power to do it today do it today and for whatever reason we have this flipped idea in our head the scripture about giving we make it the scripture about receiving what is the scripture about giving first and foremost and when you practice it it becomes a scripture about receiving simple amen treat do unto others as you want them treat you is about treating others not about treating yourself amen but when you treat others well in the right way according to god's word it will become a blessing to you amen, amen. that's how simple it is amen now the problem is we are expecting say expecting expecting the outcome before we practice the lesson we are expecting we are excited about the outcome the blessing before we practice the commandment amen say extra, extra. say no fear in giving give like the widow of sarafat all she had say this show this a handful of flour a little bit of oil that's all that she had but when she used it to bake a bread or make a bread she turned and he saw the jar is full the the oil container is also full but for that she had to sacrifice what she had see when you give you are making room for god to give unto you you understand when you give you are making room that's why the bible also teaches when a person who gives unto the poor lends to lends to god you are giving room you are making god a debtor and god is no debtor to any man when you give unto the poor when you give unto others you are trying to make god a debtor and his reputation is that he will never say never god will never he will never be a debtor he will never be a debtor now one of the things that i i told my wife is and as we teach this in church we're going to go full on all out practicing this and i encourage you to do likewise also you want to see this manifest in your life go full on put no limits put your foot on the pedal press it all the way to the floor and go full on with the revelation god is giving you and then you will begin to see oh ingena kale this is how it works and then you'll start to taste the taste of giving and you start to relish the taste of giving it, then you will begin to say it is more blessed to give than to receive and then you'll begin to realize the more you give the more you're receiving and the more you're giving the more you're receiving you there's no room to contain it so you become a a giver I hope your dream is to become a giver and not a recipient. What's your dream? What's your ambition in life? It's to be, it must be to give. To give. You must have the power to give, 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 give. Everyone who comes across to you must receive from you. That must be your dream, your desire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know people who dream of having a car, a bungalow, this and that. such a small dream you must have a dream to give bungalows you must have the dream to give cars you must have the give the dream to give in millions that must be your dream change your dream 
Change your dream. When you start working for you. Change your dream. Man, your dream for these things must change. Your perspective about these things must change. A certain quote was shared to me by Pastor Joy this, this week. Uh, something that he came across about giving. It goes like this. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're giving. And by the way, the person who said this is not a believer. The person who, whom he heard, he's not a pastor or anything. He, maybe he's a believer, I don't know. But this is what he said. It was a, a, a secular vlog or something on, on, a, on a general topic, a topic, educational topic. At the end of that video, he said, if you don't like what you're getting, change your giving. Wow. Wisdom. Say wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I dream to give. I dream to give. The dream that Joseph had was not about getting. The essence of it was about giving, being a blessing. Dream to give. Break the fear to give. Man, you must, see, we, we tell people, address your fear. Don't run away from your fear. You have to address your fear. Face your fear. If you have a fear to give, give all the more. Give all the more. Today, if you're sensing a fear, you know that you have, a, you, are, you know that you are, the Spirit of God is talking to you, that you have a fear. After service, break it. How? By practicing giving. Go to somebody and bless that person. Go to somebody and say, I want to take you out for shopping. Go to somebody and say, I want to take you out for lunch. Or do something. Or don't do anything. Just give. Discreetly, subtly, silently. Give. Man. Hallelujah. This is a revival. This is a language of revival. The recipe to revival. This is the recipe for revival. You start giving. Loving, giving. Two things. Two things. Christian life is, the foundation of Christian life is two things. Love, give. Love, give. Jesus was all about love and give. Loving and giving. Praise God. Say good measure. Say press down. Shaken together. Running over. Will be poured into the lap. It's about you giving. It's about you giving. Amen. You must give like that. You must give like that. Start giving like that. Start giving like that. God has dreams about you. Man, God has dreams about his children becoming so wealthy and rich and prosperous. But the problem is, he must first see the attitude of himself in us. Amen. He wants to make us towards of greater riches, greater money, greater wealth, etc., etc. You can fill in the blanks. But for that, he must see faithfulness, obedience in you, in us. Amen? Hallelujah. And whoever told you that God is against us making, being rich is such a, that's a, such a demonic understanding of God. That is not God. God is not against us, against you being rich and prosperous. God wants you to be rich and prosperous. But God is opposed to you being a person who loves money more than him. He's against amassing wealth. He wants you to be a channel of wealth, a blessing, a blessed to be a blessing. That's his vision for you. If you can grab hold of that vision, you'll never lack anything. 
man. You will just see it it's flowing. It's always flowing. It's never stagnant. It's always flowing. I, I pray that you will be a flowing river, not a stagnant river. A flowing river. Always flowing. The blessings of God can easily flow through you. The blessings of God can easily flow through you. Man, money can flow through you. It can come in this hand and go out of this hand to bless somebody else. Amen. You are never in lack. At any given point of time, you are never in lack. Why? Because the transfer is happening, right? It has to pass through you. Amen. You are never in lack. Hallelujah. Say press down. Say good measure. Say press down. Shaken together. Running over. Shall be poured into the lap. Amen. Do that. Do like that. Man, do like that. Without fear. Without fear, do like that. Amen. Let's give thanks. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to us. Thank you for your word which came to us, Lord. Today, thank you for challenging us, Lord. Look at the scripture differently. Lord, not that we are recipients, not in a manner that makes us look like recipients. No, we are, we are recipients. Of course, we are recipients. But more than that, you are making us givers. We are givers. It's more blessed to give than to receive. We don't want to be stuck with receiving. We want to flourish in our giving. We want to flourish in our giving. We want to apply this principle in our giving. In the way we give. Not to be stingy. Not to be fearful. Not to be counting three times or four times before we give. But, but freely giving. Free, having freely received, we want to freely give. Hallelujah. Help us, we pray. Help us, Lord, to give like that. Help us every time we give. Whether unto your kingdom, whether unto your servants, whether unto a fellow believer, even unto, unto the, the poor Lord, we pray every time we give, we will display God-giving Jesus. We will depict that in the way we give. That we will not give shabbily. We will not give uh, half-cooked. We will not give without planning. We will not give without uh, reverence. And love and honor, yes. Lord, we ask of you that you'll teach us, Lord, to give with honor. To give in style. To give with class. To give with dignity. Godly dignity. Discreetly. Quietly. Subtly. That your name will be glorified in the way we give. Thank you, Father. Thank you for teaching us all these things. Thank you, Lord, for, for access to these things by which we can illustrate and understand. Thank you, Papa, for provision in everything. Thank you, Jesus. May your name be glorified in all that we do. Teach us, Lord. Help us to go deeper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Hello, this is Nisha Dilip Koshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.